Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome. Behind the gates for another week. Uh, good to have your company. Hope you're having a good Saturday. Fired up for a big uh, day on the punt. Uh, we've already had our previews of Ramwick Mooney Valley. We know uh, that Ramwick uh, is uh, a track in great order. Uh, good four for racing today. So I'm excited by that. And uh, pretty soon it'll be Autumn Carnival as well uh, before we know it. So we're just getting our eye in. Um, how have you been seeing them out there, punters? I uh, hope you're backing a winner and getting some momentum as uh, the good racing is uh, just around the corner. It's good racing year round, but the real grouse comes in uh, that March, April, May period here in Sydney as far as the championships, etc., is concerned. Andrew Hurley rejoins me. Andrew Hurley, good morning. Hello, mate. Um, yeah, they were seeing them like watermelons punters yesterday at uh, at Warwick Farm. I think it was five from seven favourites got up, including Naval College. I mentioned that to you earlier this morning. How did mm. that win? It was gone. <laughs> he was he was under pressure. Uh, J-Mac uh, getting the whip across to the left hand and um, just encouraging him, and he took the whole straight. Um, if you've dived into a short price, Hurls, I'm not sure if you take the shorts too often, but do you prefer a bit of a sweat uh, and it get pretty close, or do you just like to romp in by six and have an easy watch? Yeah. Well, Tony Brassel used to always say, I'll never forget one day I was on the air with him, and he said, um, oh, this thing absolutely fell in a similar price and grasping as dry as he is. Well, it makes it a little bit more interesting, doesn't it, Hurdle? <laughs> so true. I mean, what's that saying? Um, gee, I don't want that again. Um, when they win or just win, I'm a bit of a sicko. Um, I want it again and again. <laughs> uh, I love the, the rough ride, uh, a bit of pain, a bit of uncertainty. Oh, I'm going to get done here. And oh, that feeling when it, it does lob after looking in a little bit of trouble, regardless of the price, uh, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, don't get yeah, me wrong. You do the old lean. You, oh, you do. The you lean. do. I sometimes point in the direction, click my fingers. Um, if I'm calling a race and it's getting a bit tight, I, I start to lean across. But uh, mm. nothing like backing a winner. People out there who don't have a punt, they wouldn't understand um, that thrill. It's uh, it's just outstanding, boys. That's what we love about racing. What about, what about if you back a loser? Do you rather get beat by six or get beaten? That's probably a stupid, a stupid Well, question, to be it? honest, I'd rather be in the finish because then at least my analysis was yeah, was half accurate. If I'm getting beaten a nose, yes, I'm sick, but okay, I found the right horse there. I, I just got knocked off. Um, another sure sign is if you, you take a good price. Uh, if you take well overs and they start shorter, you sort of give yourself a little uh, tick there. Uh, the, the next man who joins us, he's big on that. Brad Davidson, good morning. Morning, guys. Yeah, look, I leave me out of the close calls. Uh, I tell you, I, I, I play a lot at that top end, and uh, gee, you see a lot of them that uh, that close calls here and there. But so many of them go against you as well. I've had, I think, four this week. That oh, gee, I tell you, some of the rides I, I won't go into. But fair income. Oh, good. I left left shaking my head and scratching my head. But uh, yeah, the way it goes sometimes, unfortunately. But when you when you do the form and you stamp a moral and then it all just pans out pear-shaped and they get, they should win, but they get rolled, there's nothing worse than that as a, as a punter because you mm. sit there and go, well, you've done everything right, it's out of your control and, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes it goes that way. But saying that, then you get your cracking ride where you, 
you fall in, like Naval College yesterday, J-Mac, if, if it's not for J-Mac, uh, that horse doesn't win. So Agree. it goes both ways. It goes both ways. So you've got, it, you've got to cop it on the chin when it goes badly and uh, enjoy it when it, uh, when it goes your way. And I get all that too, Davo, and, and I understand. But our point was more, do you just prefer to cruise up on the bridle at the 200 and it's all over and, yeah. and dash away by six? That's your preference? Yeah, you don't like the that sweat? Means, that means it was a proper moral too. Like if you're, if you're betting at the short odds, you want them to have a large uh, you know, domination over the, over, over the field really because For at the sure. end of the day, you know, that's what you said, if they're falling in. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not big on playing one outcome either, though. Like you know, a lot of people look at a race, right? Say a horse is two dollars into a dollar fifty, and it absolutely falls in in the six horse finish, or, or gets beaten. Even if it gets beaten, people go, "Oh, how on earth was that horse a dollar fifty? Well, you know, you're playing off one outcome. You can't. Mm. You can't price off one outcome. The, the simple fact is, well, that horse was a dollar fifty because that was the collective analysis of everyone in the in the punting world. And just because that horse didn't run up to its best on the day, doesn't mean it shouldn't have been a dollar fifty. Joel on the text line, what the hell are you Billy Goats rambling on about? Well, Joel, we're rambling on about betting on horse racing, mate. That's what we're doing. Darren Flindell, good morning. Yes, good morning, fellas. Yeah, that was a nail-biter with Naval College yesterday. It didn't look good, did it? And uh, <laughs> J-Mac found a way <laughs> to lift it, and then he bolted straight to the airport uh, for his flight to New Zealand to ride at the Caraca meeting today. Um, no, if I'm, and they backed Naval College into $1.35 yesterday, and I can understand why. If I was one of those players, I would have really been sweating it out. And what uh, you saying, the uh, call? Danger, danger. Danger, yes. I, <coughs> I really danger close, Lindell. I, I didn't know if it was going to get there. I know, Torrens. Um, yeah. you know, we, we've seen Torrens before when he can get his own way in the lead in circumstances like that. He can be very... Very dangerous. And then all of a sudden, Kirkaby starting to flash uh, from nowhere. Anyhow, like that's... The, uh, yeah? Sorry, I was going to say, it felt like the reverse mock does. You know, when you say one's home and they stop, when you said danger, danger, he just found an extra length from somewhere, didn't he? <laughs> yes, so yeah, I lifted him there for the punters. Uh, well done, Darren. You deserve <laughs> a bit of credit. I can imagine, what was it, 4.40 in the afternoon, I can imagine the scenes around Australia at that stage of the day, everyone's chips in on this short price favourite Noble College. I reckon there would have been some epic scenes <laughs> all around the nation. Mm. My Billy Great uh, joke sort of slipped through the cracks there, Darren. It was pretty ordinary, wasn't it, I suppose, replying to Joel? Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, solid. Do you want to replay it? We'll do it again. No, let's not. <laughs> no, we'll probably, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, a few texts. Sean from Penrith. I'm with you, Luke. I love when it's close. More exciting for the heart. Good on you, Sean. Um, speaking of morals, Davo, uh, Matt Dale's horse in the highway the other day, Penthouse. Um, I reckon that was a moral. And Acapella mm. Sun today is 1-2. What are your thoughts? The Hog. That's uh, from The Hog on the, the text line, Davo. What, what are you saying about Acapella Sun in the highway, I guess, uh, certainly brings stronger form lines. Yeah, well, first of all, I think you declared uh, Penthouse tomorrow the other day, Luke, so well done to you. Uh, it's, uh, in hindsight, definitely was, wasn't it? So the way uh, she won and just cruised to the front and looked a, a, a good thing on paper and, and played out that way. Um, Acapella Sun on top for me today, yeah, I just think finally gets a chance, doesn't she? I mean, drawn well finally to be able to take up a position, gets to 1,200 metres. Everything she's been doing has been really good from awkward spots and unsuitable trips, and now she gets the right setup today. I think she's, uh, she's the one to beat, and on top for me, moral, definitely no, but uh, she, she 
run better than her price or her price is favourite, so she'll she'll run up to that mark. Penthouse was a moral that day. It was just a JLW there, jump lead win. Acapella Sun looks well placed here, but it's far from that scenario. It'll be back in the field and uh, probably finding a bit of uh, traffic at some stage. So Amy McLucas has got to find the gaps. I think she's the best, the best in this field. So I've got her on top, Acapella Sun, but she's no moral. Uh, I thought Swift Charm running second behind Penthouse is solid form. Uh, Overlord. Uh, make some appeal in a race like this. I watched his trial at Orange. It told me that he's he's going quite well, Overlord. And now Jake Barrett's had that feeling of riding a winner in town. There'll be a bit of confidence there from a good gate. Syrian Star will be running on. Yeah, I've got Acapella Sun on top, but far from a moral. Mm. Hells, any leads from the market here? Yeah, Acapella Sun. Let me just have a look. I've still got... Um what race are we? Because I'm still three, mate. Race three. Yeah, yeah. race three. Uh, yeah, it's four eighty favourite now. Opened up at four forty this morning. It's not an overly busy race at this stage. Probably atmospheric rock's been um, best backed here. It's first up uh, today. It's seven fifty. It actually got to ten dollars momentarily. It's now under six fifty. Uh, Sven just uh, providing uh, a text on the text line from Greenpoint just about the blue bottle uh, remedy. He um, he was huh. <laughs> he got caught oh, treating himself. He said uh, by his wife, <laughs> and uh, she was shocked. Uh, so good on you, Davo. Have you got any more words of wisdom for us this week, great man? No, nothing. Nothing of the. Nothing I'm thinking of, so uh, I wonder whether it actually worked. Uh, I'm assuming it's a joke and he didn't actually do it, but Surely. if he did, please, uh, please let us know if it did work. Yes. Yeah, so. Remember, this conversation went off in another tangent last week, wasn't it? Nipple rashes was the, the follow-on. Yeah, nipple gate, Darren. Uh, <laughs> I'll refocus us. Uh, I've got a text here about Jess Fari. Uh, we interviewed her this morning, myself and Duff. Uh, it's her first Ramwick ride. She's on either or in the last and it looks a fantastic chance Davo I know that just as a little teaser it just might feature in our behind the gates multi a bit later for yourself um, yeah. nice nice work of uh, of that Davo too um, should be running top four in the field of what have we got there five six seven well, love it don't, don't blame me for the 44 scratchings on a good four <laughs> three weeks ago I thought hang on a minute things are starting to improve we had nine scratchings on a Saturday and then 44 on a good four like trainers you can't use the excuse it was hot yesterday because you knew that on Tuesday so I don't know what is going on but 44 scratchings on a good four I mean fair what's it I'd like, in what. regards to the last, we started with 14, including a reserve, and now we don't have uh, three-place dividends. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, on the race itself, I backed uh, either or Antarsi, just small here. Just lost you there, Davo. Overplayed a little bit, um, carries a lot of weight, 10 minutes to start this horse, and thought just might get cluttered up from the low draw, um, considering... Her, her style. Uh, I'm happy to be with with Tashi, who did beat um, did beat Jungfrira going back at Warwick Farm about a year ago. Jungfrira is probably the better run, but I just think she's tried really well. She looks ready to go, and I think either or is the other one in the in the race I want to be with too. I think Handlebars down from the low draw should lead. It's really good there. Uh, last time out, the first up win was terrific from outside lead, and I think you can back them both and take on Jungfrira and hopefully get a result in the last. Yeah, in the bigger field, I was sort of risking Jun Kura a bit with that uh, awful habit she's got out of the gate. She can just uh, 
set herself such a big task. So it'll be interesting to see what impact the blinkers have on Jun Quira. I, I've gone with Tashi. I like the way she trialled at Canterbury. It was really nice work. And I was thinking, well, Tashi's going to be several lengths in front of Jun Quira in the run, I'd assume, and either or probably will as well. Uh, but now we're down to such a small field, Jun Quira will probably get her chance. But I've got Tashi on top there from Jun Quira, either or. They're the only three I'll be putting in my quaddy ticket. By the way, there's another jackpot in the big six today. 50000 today. Ooh, Don't damn. forget you on the payroll, mate, as far as promoting these uh, these <laughs> big sixes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you believe I got it yesterday at Warwick Farm and lost on the deal? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, do you know how I was blowing up about not putting Robusto in last week and I was yeah. dirty on myself and I thought, right, Anything that's got a chance today, I just put it in. And it just rained favourites yesterday, one after another. <laughs> yeah, now this is making sense. You were, uh, you were having a sook. Oh, another favourite wins. <laughs> what about the favourite oh, punters? It was upbeat. Another favourite home. Happy Australia Day. Oh. Yeah, no, he was. He was, he was upbeat. So you were happy with it, were you? Well, I just roll with the punches. But you're just <laughs> whinging is, about your big six dividend. No, I was just thinking to myself, this is typical. <laughs> yeah, when you get it, all the favourites <laughs> love. I love it. It paid $855 yesterday. Mm. <laughs> I've never oh. seen a dividend so small. Oh, wow. And in fact, it probably paid overs. Uh, that is uh, gold, Darren. But uh, have another go today, mate. Uh, I'm tipping you just mm. might. Uh, we'll go back a race, guys, to the ninth because... Um, before we talk about it, uh, just uh, Peter said, uh, I can't come into Acapella Sun today. Uh, I've sacked the horse like the Dragons always finds a way to get beat. So that was a horse we talked about earlier. And uh, Peter having his say there on the text line, which we uh, enjoy. I like High Blue Sea here, Darren, in this ninth race. Uh, I think he, I think he's a progressive horse. He certainly is. He surprised me a little bit uh, first up from his trial. I didn't think he was ready to go, not not the way he did. Um, yeah, very good horse. It was just, And I was a bit thrown off by the market that day as well when it got out to double figures. I thought, well, that sort of confirms what I thought about the trial. It's probably not right to go today, but that was an outstanding win. And it's going to be really hard to beat again today. The way a more victorious trial at Warwick Farm, I give it a lot of respect when I get down to the, the quaddy later on, they're the only two numbers I'm taking, High Blue Sea and a more victorious. What are you saying, Dave? I made him the best. Uh, I must admit it's not a best bet that I'm, that I'm really keen on or anything like that, just simply because he's second up off a long break and you know he went so well there, fresh off what I thought was some pretty lacklustre trials. So, But if he just reproduces that run the other day, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. And I think you, know, you can make the argument, you can go forward off it second up off the long break they can go either way they can improve or they can be a bit flat but I, I think it gets overplayed the second up syndrome in this game a lot so I'm saying he can improve but I'm saying the reason he can improve is he had to get back a long way from the gate the other day we've seen him sit up on speed before and, mm. and lead races so mm. you know, from the better gate today he's going to be in the in the firing zone early and, and ready to, to, to be there and finish so it looks hard to beat particularly after the, the scratchings and I get what the listener talks about, about sacking horses, but just just be mindful not to sack horses because then you go into some races with a preconceived idea that you, know, you don't want to be on a certain horse. I always think you should always just, you know, you can be negative on one, but just don't don't completely sack them because sometimes you'll find an opportunity where one, you you know, you just go, oh, I've sacked it, I can't back it again, and then it comes up next race and it's super well placed and you miss out on an opportunity. So just always keep that in mind. 
Yeah, you've got to draw a line sometimes, but don't you? Like, no, no, you, you don't. You don't. You don't. No, you just got to. You've just got to have a blank mm. canvas of every race. I mean, you know, yeah, that's the problem. I, I, People get yeah, emotion into it, and they and you. Hang on, you hang go, on. Oh, I can't, I can't back that again. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Talking about emotion. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hells, what, Dave? You're just blowing up about the bad rides. You keep copying. Bad rides. Yeah, but that, that's that, not emotion. Bad rides and scratchings—they're things you you can't control, right? And that's what—that's why there's emotion in it because it's frustrating because you cannot control it. What you can control is the form analyst or someone looking at the form is coming into every race with a blank canvas. And I think that's what a lot of people make mistakes is they come in and go put the red line through three horses because they've, you know, they've had a bad experience with that horse before. That's, I believe, one of my strengths is I can have three stick beats in a row on the same horse and butter up it again on the next time. There's, that horse doesn't owe you anything at all or, or, or cost you anything. you just got to come in with a blank canvas in every single race. So you're saying there's no horses that you just get to the stage where... I don't, no, care if it wins, don't care if it wins next start uh, or not going on. Not one, not one. Oh, if the right. price is there, you price is there, you play. Simple as that. You do not let past experiences in terms of, you know, your emotional scars from a horse impact betting or, or not betting or not in the future. Where do you sit with that, Darren? Where do you sit with that, Darren? There's certain horses, if I don't like their traits, those that lean under pressure or they get their tail up, they get their head high up in the air in particular, they're the horses I just drop off immediately. Um, but I, I, I get where, I get where, um, where Brad's coming from. A horse can have a run of outs through no fault of its own and then all of a sudden it just finds itself in a race. You think, well, this is probably its opportunity and you, you have to be open-minded on that. I think remaining open-minded is probably the, the art of betting. You just... I know it, it's hard to uh, pull the emotion aside because you say, I've, I've just had a gut full of this horse. I, I don't want anything to do with it again in the future. And it's very easy to get that mindset, but you've got to be more open-minded overall. Yeah. I think you both. But, so how did this conversation start? Who, who's the horse um, that we shouldn't be sacking in race nine? No, it's just Acapella Sun saying, you know, the listener oh, okay. texting saying I've sacked it. You know, I, I don't think it's... It gets the job done or whatever, and I get that. We hear people sacking horses every day of the week, but I, I think it's a, I really think it's something that, well, one of my biggest yeah, things that I focus on is, is just not not worrying about it, you know, that just always. And, and, you know, I'm also big on non, you know, not really believing in the non-winner thing. You know, we see so many horses get labelled it. Charlotte in before he went overseas. Foray early on was the biggest, the captain of the non-winners club. But they just all show that when they get their right set up, they can win races. Some don't try, though, Dave. I'll guarantee you that. Master oh, Showman I, yesterday. Yes. But, but is that is that more the run ending or the, the other horse kicking up? I mean, it's easy to say a horse doesn't try, but what we forget is that there can only be one winner, and if a horse finishes second three or four times, Louisville, everyone was saying he was a myth a few weeks ago, and then he comes out and bolts it. I, think, so, some, I yeah. think sometimes, though, it's just a bit of fun, too. I mean, I called him uh, Pooeyville, uh, tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> I was just having a bit of a laugh, to be honest, and... Yeah. Uh, creating a bit of banter. Uh, but... but it creates a narrative, doesn't it, in the media? I agree. Yeah. Pony B. Hells, see, Hells is just Uh-oh. rattling them off. Bang, bang, bang. He's got a long list. He's got a long list of the great men of barred horses who are in, yeah. in jail. Master, Master Showman entered that club yesterday. 
Exactly. We got it. It was fortunately ran fourth, so we got the multi up yesterday. Yes, but, but, um, and look, but he it, probably did have a bit of a tired run, Darren. You you called the race. He was wide, but he just seems to find those sort of dramas all the time. It, it might have been what happened before the race. Could be more of the issue. He was pretty fired yeah. up yesterday, and he yeah, did a bit of a he did a yeah. bit of a bolt as well. They had to drag him back around behind the gates. He was caught wide. He went forward. He went back. Um, I think we're damn lucky to get the multi. Actually, I, didn't, I, was, I was surprised when he hung on for fourth. Yeah, the old lean job there. Just last point yeah. on that, guys. I think it's. I think just going back to the last point on that. I. I think it's just racing in general, isn't it? I mean, just try not to have any sort of fixed rules. You know, I hear a lot of people down the. Hear a lot of people talking, and they say, "Oh, I'll never take short odds an apprentice, or I'll never do this, or never do that." If you start making those rules, it means that you you won't be having many bets, and you'll miss out on opportunities when they come up. Just be flexible. Is, is, is yeah. the key in any in anything. Yeah, but you have a rule of not sacking horses. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's but you being don't flexible. have rules. You said don't have that's rules. Being, well, that's being flexible. That's a rule that, that that's all about being flexible. I think there's something in the Sydney water uh, this week. Everyone's fired up, Darren. Everyone's <laughs> fired up. Mm. Calendar, he, he was just yes. on a mission yesterday. Davo's on a mission. Off the charts, Calendar. Is everyone yeah, okay out there? What's in the Sydney water, Darren? Well, I, I feel all right at the moment, but I guess when we do get onto the Louisville race, things might start to spark up again. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get there. Uh, well, Dave, I'll make you a deal, um, and I, I do agree with both you and Darren. Of course you have to analyse each race on merit without emotion, but I want, I want you to work on your emotion. You're getting very upset about these scratchings. You're getting very upset about these rides, mate. I'm, just, I'm worried for your welfare. Uh, I want you to work on yours as well, all right? Yeah, I, I should be able to take uh, a bad ride better after after a race. So I do concede that. But uh, in terms of the scratchings, that's one thing that I'll continue continue to whinge about until I love it. Uh, let's talk about Louis then. Race six. Uh, he is the three ten favourite. Is he not, Hurls? Uh, he is. And just looking at this uh, hold on the race, uh, man behind the money. It clearly been best back today, dollar wise. That's dollar-wise. However, Aristonis has been uh, well-tried as well. It's into 370 after opening up at 480. And, yeah, just getting out to 310 now, Louisville, after opening up at 290. But, yeah, men behind the money and Aristonis are the ones they're starting to hone in on. Good old Louisville, eh? Um, nice ride by Sam Clipperton to get it to win last time out. And I think the inside draw... Uh, help that situation because Sam was able to have Louisville several slots handier in the run than he has been uh, in his two previous and then he was able to get the gaps at the right time driving through and he, he did the job. He's not drawn as well today so I'm not sure where he's going to wind up and where he positions in the run but he's one of those horses that I'm negative against Louisville because of his style. The way he hits that big flat spot, he gets his head up in the air and uh, he, he takes a lot of riding. And I think for the fact that Sam rode him last time and sticks with him has got to be a big plus today. Um, Aristonis put in an absolute stinker uh, two starts back, but he redeemed himself. Although he only finished sixth last time behind Louisville, it was a pretty decent run really with the ground he covered and he's drawn well today. Floating looked a bit unlucky, he was trying to get out off heels last time and was sort of laying in as well. There's a lot of horses in this that, that, that don't grab me. Uh, so I found it a difficult race, this. I'm going to go with one I think will lead, as there isn't much speed in the race, particularly now that Sky Out is a late scratching this morning. 
man behind the money. Uh, it's, it's been really well found now. Geez, it would have been nice to get the $9. The, the tab went up uh, first call. I think uh, the way it trialled at Warwick Farm showed us there will be the intent to go forward and lead, as Regan Bayless did on it, over 2,000 back in July. We know he's got the speed if you if you prep him for it uh, by you know, revving him up behind the gates a little bit. I, I want to be on man behind the money because I think he'll lead and all the others will do the chasing and I'm not sure what's going to happen behind. So I think man behind the money will lead. And um, But it's not a race I want to get involved in. It's a leg of the big six, so I'm going to have to take quite a few. What about you, Davo? Yeah, look, Louisville's not a horse that I can back up. I backed him a while ago, so uh, I think if you... <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I was waiting for Hills to jump Oh, out. see, it went over his head. It went over Surely. his head. Surely. No, he just, he's just checkmated himself. I don't need to say anything. He, I think it was no, a joke, was it not? Go. Yeah, it definitely was a joke. <laughs> he, he came in late there, you see. He's still the easiest catch of the weekend, and I went fishing Thursday night. <laughs> but, uh, no, look, um, oh. I, I went... What are you saying, Hills is a flathead? <laughs> <laughs> I just went. Uh, I just went with floating. I just thought at the uh, at the at the each way odds, he ran well the other day. He seems to be going well. I think two thousand meters suits, but it's not a race, guys, that I've got a lot of uh, confidence or interest in because I just feel these middle distance. They're very tactically run, and uh, I just think there's probably five or six possible winners. And it uh, yeah, it wasn't a race I had a great deal of confidence on, but I went with floating just at the at the odds. Well, Hurls, you've got I, a different angle on this race. Yeah, my word, I do. I think it's just, and I'll reveal it, it'll be my selection in the multi. I'm really keen on Almania. That's sort of one of those uh, uh, 30%, 70% um, uh, win and place bet. I think Almania is going to run superb uh, here first up. Wasn't asked to do much in the two trials, but that last trial, they really showed some intent. And he was sort of uh, really punched out to the line over the 1,200. I know he's been off for a while, but oh, I think that's a superb bet uh, today, Almania. Very, very keen. I've worked this out. I know why he likes it. Oh, yeah, Our man Holiday Hurls. Well, look at Almania. He loves a holiday. 700, 763 <laughs> days off last preparation. Now he's first up off 315 days. Hey, That's mate, why. My, commi- my commitment cannot be questioned. I turned up to work on Wednesday, and it turned out I was actually given a day in lieu because I had to work yesterday uh, on a public holiday. And today, I'm not supposed to be working either. I had the day off, and I said that, um, yeah, no, I'll still do the radio before I go to the wedding. Hells, they forgot to roster you on because you'd been off for a year, mate. What's that, sorry? They forgot to roster you on because you'd been <laughs> off for so long. You're going to a wedding later, mate, aren't you? How are the preparations going? Um, yeah, it looks like the girls have, uh, yeah, starting to blow dry the hair. Uh, I actually went to iron my shirt earlier and noticed there's a stain on the back, so it's in the dryer <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> um, had to get the old sard out. Just wear um, the jacket, yeah, you'll be sweet. There's, there's been no... Um, voice raising yet but give it time there will be <laughs> amongst the sisters particularly where's my makeup oh, don't yeah. take that all that sort of thing uh, good morning to our female listeners uh, <laughs> don't upset them hurls uh, Phil from Mudgee says uh, race 7 number 4 guys maximal I want to punt on it each way today can I get your view so um, he's back as a gelding Darren um, you love the trials mm-hmm. how's he going at the trials I'd liked his first trial. The the second one didn't grab me too much. He wasn't really placed under pressure, but he was giving ground. 
I, don't, I just don't really see this as the ideal race first up over 1,400 metres. However, I will say the pace is going to be really, really good. And they did make the decision to, to geld him. I was looking at a few value options in this race, and he wasn't one of them. I thought, you called it. You called it. It's got a magnificent record of this distance of 1,400 metres. Liked his quiet trial at Beaumont leading up to this, so I've got him on top. I thought, bold Mac. Tried really well at Warwick Farm, and his fresh record's quite good, Bob Mack. He's going off at a big price. Um, now, here's a bit of a wild one. Dajran, who's been oh, going what? awful. Been going awful, this preparation. Clark sticks with this. He's been with it four runs in a row, and they've all been shocking runs. What was interesting, they tried it at Canterbury a few weeks ago and just eased it back after the start. Mm. Because I've got blinkers on today, rode it with cover and then pushed it out, and it really hit the line with a lot of enthusiasm. So I reckon they'll be riding Dars run just off the speed here, probably midfield. See if he can close off. He might run a better race at very big odds. Of those in the market, I've got Tamer Lane in the numbers as well. But you called it's my on top pick. Can I ask a question? Yes. You said before you like you bar horses that have the head up and the tail up or something, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Well, where are you at with horses with their tongue hanging out? Because Dajran had his tongue hanging out in that trial. With the tongue tie on. Well, he's just got... Look at the tongue. I'm just yeah. sort of... He's got the tongue hanging out the side in the trial and Clark's getting stuck into him. He did work through the line, but... Oh, jeez. Well, it's good to see you uh, You did uh, scrutinise that. Yes, I noticed that uh, myself. There's just a few others in the market, like Zoo Tiger did improve uh, from that pretty ordinary performance... Uh, first up, second up. I'm, I'm just sort of doubting the quality of that form overall. It was a real blanket finish. Rabamos looked to be yeah, gone, get it. Or not going well enough that day, and he was able to dig somehow and, and got up right on the post. Uh, you know, it's a it's an interesting race. This I'll certainly watch Maximal from a future point of view. Well, it took they've taken twenty uh, ones Dash but, run today, Darren. So look, you're not alone. I just sort of looked at right. sixteen and I went, "Gee, that's not real generous the way he's been going." But the barrier no. trial can reset them, and I like what you said about trying different tactics. Maybe they just ride him cold and see. How's if he can the theatre of this race going to be? I, I just oh, don't know if I don't know where Felix, Felix Majestic sits in the scale of things. Uh, he's an iron Molly, horse, this guy. Mo- Molly Burke not riding today. Uh, Jason Collett's back in the saddle. He's a, a previous winning jockey. V. Louvois, who's only got one style of racing at the moment. Like Felix, just jump and run. And Tyler Schiller is on Louvois on this occasion. Just remembering Tyler was on Cool Jakey that day when he really attacked uh, Felix Majestic. So this could be a very interesting Carrington Stakes today. I think the moral of the race is that Collard will take a sit. It's not like him to engage in speed battles. It's just not his style. Uh, I'm tipping he'll tuck in behind Louvois would be my guess. What's the gut feeling with Felix Majestic? Has, will that run last time just bottom him out, or is he just a little uh, iron horse? What do you think, Dave? Well, I think um, the fact it's deep into a preparation means you've got more chance that it doesn't flatten him. I think if it was first or second up, uh, a.k.a. Uh, was for cool Jakey, I think he was second or third up. He's got much more chance of flattening him because they don't have that real, real tough base of solid fitness there, you know, that race fitness. So um, I'm, I'm, he's got a great chance. It's, it's an open race. I think if you like Maximal, the listener, wait. I think he'll get a better price. The, the syndicates don't tend to like these horses off really long breaks as a general rule. And 
um, as a result, they generally drift quite significantly late. So if you're on already, um, then then that might be the case. But if you're not, then uh, just sort of just wait a bit late because you'll probably get a better price than currently what's on offer. I went with Tamerlane, guys. I thought his win up there in uh, Queensland was terrific. He beat Freedom Rally. He's come out and won. He's got an awkward draw with speed inside, but he's the type of horse that needs momentum and needs to get rolling. So if he can just get a bit of cover or get across and get a decent run, I, I thought he was the one to beat. But, um, yeah, pretty open. Hurls, any lead from the market here? I, I and Can you check Dar's run if he's holding much? I, Darren's just got me interested now. Yeah, just give me one sec. Uh, 480 Felix Majestic. It's a pretty wide open market. Uh, what are we looking at here? I can tell you as far as the hold is concerned. Uh, let's talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Uh, Wahaha Falls is the best dollar. No, it's not. It's actually, you called it today. As far as Dodge Run is concerned, no, nah, not much interest. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, race one. Uh Marlo, I know Davo doesn't like playing two-year-old racing, but I know you're a trial perv. Do you have an opinion on the two-year-old race, DP in North Sydney? That's the first. Um, do you know what, DP? I, I don't have a firm opinion this week because I put Switzerland in the black book off his trials. I love them, um, but I'm not on early, and now I'm staring down the barrel of 240, and I'm, I'm just not getting excited about that price. Um, Darren, have you got any clarity here? I've been uh, looking forward to seeing him go to the races. They pulled the pin from a bad gate last Saturday, so today's the day. Yeah, two great trials. I'm sort of hoping he does something pretty impressive today and puts himself in the frame as a golden slipper prospect because we we need a few now. At the moment, uh, it's not looking all that flash, but we've got to respect, uh, once again, uh, Gay and Adrian with Russian roulette. We know this will just jump, run, and uh, and try and keep going. He's won both his trials. And deputised was pretty sharp in the last trial. That's where um, Switzerland uh, cruised into the line in third spot behind deputised. They looked to be the three main chances. I thought, uh, well, Godolphin's down to two runners now. I didn't mind Blue Illusions trial. It did the chasing to Russian roulette out there at Warwick Farm. I'm going to make Switzerland my best bet of the day. He, to me, he just looks like a quality colt. I like it. Uh, Darren, love it. Uh, there you go. So a bit of clarity there from Dee Flindell. <coughs> Davo, uh, obviously not your forte, but did you have a look at any of the trials? Wow, Baz, that's so good for me. Best bet of the day. I've, I've had a look at them, but geez, uh, I, I kind of put him on top because everyone else was just absolutely raving about him and thinking, what am I really missing? I mean, his trials have been okay. They've been good, but $2.40? Like, is this just the, is this the Coolmore... Well, bred coal that they get over, they're carried away with. I mean, you're still beating four lengths in that trial behind a horse in this race, and there's others that have trialed really well. I could possibly step into two dollars forty. Um, I thought he'd be four. I'd be four dollars, four dollars fifty to field. But look, maybe you know, if there's whispers around that he's very good, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm fascinated to see what he does. But it's uh, it'd be the last race, well behind any midways or highways that I'll be having a bet today, first. Karen McAvoy on uh, Switzerland. Uh, the family had a good day at Warwick Farm yesterday. Both these boys won the respective pony races. Reese, uh, the small pony, what a little champion he is, 10 years of age. And older brother Jake uh, won the next division. Jake won it last year and uh, he was able to go back to back. So it's up to Karen to um, keep the, the McAvoy family flag flying today. Mm, well said, Darren. Uh, Can I make a comment on that race? Yeah, go on. Well, a little bit of a recurring theme 
in recent weeks. Jeez, I, I just don't understand, unless they've changed the rules. It used to be, and I think it was about a 20 or 30 year embargo of using the same name. Switzerland is another horse that goes around today that uh, uh, there was a horse called Switzerland that used to run around the bush in New South Wales, and they've got another one. Well, we've got two highnesses at the moment. We've got two highnesses Sometimes running, running on the same it. day, so they don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just... Um, just look, play on. It's probably not the biggest issue in the world, but it's just, I don't know, it's just something I grew up with that you couldn't use that same name. As I said, I think it was at least 20 years embargo. It seems to happen a lot now. It's, it's not the biggest issue, but think about the, the poor punter down at the, the, uh, the pub who doesn't watch races much at all, and he's back highness last week thinking it's the Magic Millions you know, two-year-old runner. It's just not good enough, and and you know these things. I mean, we've been trying to get trying to get um, you know uh, phonetically pronounced names next, okay, to, next to race name books in Racing Australia for ages. It just things don't things don't happen quick enough, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, how hasn't Highness and Highness been fixed in the last few weeks? I have no idea. Dave, if the if the poor punter backed Highness at Canberra instead of the two-year-old, the poor punter might want to take up lawn bowls or something. But, that, but, 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 but Luke, I know, I know, I know, I know. We can't, you know, we've got to protect that. We've got to protect the people who want to go to the pub and have seen Highness just race on the TV screen, you know, a week ago and go, oh, this horse is here, you beauty, I'll back it again. Like that's, you know, we've got to protect those people because they, you know, they're, they're wagering dollars important to our industry. Of course they are, mate. Pearls, I just checked up uh, Switzerland. It retired mm-hmm. 31 years ago, so you'll probably oh, okay. have to get over that one. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, 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 I will cop that one. I will cop that one. Um, well played, Darren. Love that I research. Should, yeah, all right, fair enough. I'll cop that. But um, I think everyone takes my point. Yeah. Bloody good one. <laughs> and I take Brad's point as well. I'm just... Uh, yeah, it's it's one that slipped through the cracks. Um, did you see the uh, the unraced two-year-old that Gay and Adrian produced at the trials the other day called Dane Hill, guys? No, you're joking. Yeah, I am, actually. Oh, what the? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, right. There's an unraced two-year-old coming out. Black caviar, it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. <laughs> one called Winx uh, coming yeah. through as well, guys. Um, Win-X. Win-X, that one. Yeah, Win-X, Win-X. A um, couple more texts here on the on the text line. Uh, we'll try and get to them all throughout the show. Um, a comment on that horse I mentioned, Dar's run, about his tongue hanging out the side of the, the mouth, asking how, why does that happen? Um I, sometimes it, uh, I don't, I don't know. They just, they might get the tongue over the beard, or maybe the the tongue tie uh, is needed. Does he wear a tongue tie, Darren? Do you know Daj Run? Yeah, for the first time today. So uh, it looked like it was on in that trial. Yeah, okay. Which is interesting that he had it out the the side of his mouth. He's an interesting runner there uh, today. That's for sure. Let's go now, guys. Uh, that that was race number one that we've discussed. Uh, Can we just uh, sorry, sorry, mate? Can we do the multi? Because it's just about to open. Yeah, good call, Hells. Go, go yep. for it. All right. So we're on the backup after getting it up yesterday at three fifty. Race one, number six, Switzerland. Race six, number one, Almania. Race nine, number two, High Blue Sea. And race ten, number three, Either or. Now all to run top four. Dicko's gone with four dollars. I'll just give him a wink and a nudge and say, come on, give us a bit better. He's giving us 4.25. So uh, okay. he has it. I'll, I'll just quit. I don't. Maximum bet of $50 too. So we're giving you uh, a generous one today. So uh, go to racing and racing offers on the tab app and sports today's offers uh, on the website. And Disco, it'll be open probably right this second. Outstanding, boys. Um, how does it look today, Darren? 
Well, if if Armenia can run top four, I think we've it's a lock, and it's a field of with that late scratching. We're down to nine starters, and the trial was good. Yeah, thanks, Dicko, for winding it out to four twenty-five. He gave us a late shave yesterday, so uh, it's yeah. it's nice that he's um, made up for that. There's the there's the square up, a little blowout just before the opener today. Yeah, Dimitrov was off the chart, so he yeah. had to um, he had to give it a bit of a tickle in there. Yeah. Yes, but on. A tickle. Oh, here we go. Behind the gates, Maltese. Just come up. Up we go, Darren. Uh, good luck if you're taking it today, guys. It is open. So uh, thanks to Dicko, and hopefully we can nail it uh, two days in a row. Uh, Brad, have you got any races you'd like to discuss? Not uh, in particular. No, nothing Nothing standing out. Um, they're all sort of uh, very very even styles today. I did find it a bit of a tricky program, but um, I'll pass the baton to somebody else if someone else wants to bring up a race. All right. Um, I'm going to tip a big roughie today. Oh, nice. And I'm getting getting quite keen in race eight. News has come through this morning. This is going to be ridden further forward, and I thought, you beauty, here we go. Unpow, number two. Wasn't at the races when it resumed. Gate 11 was necked all the way back, was wide, never uh, had a crack there. This is a small field now. We're down to eight starters. Ung Pao going forward for his race well in the past. I think he's a good horse and $26. I'm, uh, I'm super keen. This will run a big race today. He, d- he, he did a bit wrong at Wagga, I remember, last start, last campaign. They turned it out straight away. So hmm. uh, Richard and Will know exactly what they're doing. So maybe, um, yeah, it was a bit of an education thing, just let it develop a little bit. Yeah, $23 I, and four twenty. Just like run. you... Union Army's uh, very short, and that was an explosive win last time at Rose Hill. We talk about horses for reasons that we we go away from them. When horses are bled in the past and then they get deeper into the next preparation, I'm always really, really cautious. And coming off that explosive win last time, I'm just going to be very wary of Union Army today and more than happy to take the chance at Ungpow in this small field. Uh, Darren, are you? I tell you what, the call will be something else. Hang pow! If he happens to <laughs> happens to be kicking clear with a hundred to go, uh, knowing that the great man's on at the big odds, how good? You spent a bit of time in Singapore, Luke, and you'd be familiar with the red packets over the Chinese New Year period. Oh yes, yes. Well, Ung pow is uh, the the Hokkien uh, term for for the red packet. Oh. And of course, Chinese New Year is only around the corner. I think it's only about a week or two away. So, uh, yeah, there you go. This uh, Ung Powers could be full of cash as this wins at $26 today. Oh, they're a beauty, the red packet, boys. Uh... And what about old Shani? Uh, there, a couple of weeks ago, I was explaining to her that tradition in Asia of handing over a red packet, and she was getting really, really interested. I said, but it's, it's only for single people. She says, oh, I can be single. <laughs> <laughs> Love that from Shani. <laughs> On your bucko, he's out there doing his best, riding all over the shop, and uh, Shani's just going to brush him for the red packet there, and unbelievable. Mm, yes, yes. I don't know if she'll be thrilled with your uh, description of her there, old Shani. <laughs> I'm not sure she'll be thrilled with that, Darren. Oh, term of endearment. That's right. I My old man always used to, everything was oh, good old this, good old that. It wasn't an age thing. It was just, I don't know, he was just referring to it as good old everything. Uh, that was a, a term that he often coined. I guess, guys, it's time for our Crows this week. Let's do it. On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry. 
The early crow. Let's find out how we went last week. Uh, Brad Davidson, you first, mate. I'm not sure what I did, but I got it up. I've I've been on a bit of a streak. I think I've got about six early crows in a row now, so I have to go back and and, uh, record it all. But it's been a bit of a streak. I know I got it up, but I I can't recall what it was. Well, Brad got it up, so give him a tick for that, Nick. Anyway, good on you, Brad. Uh, Pearls, what did you do last week? No, I wasn't on, mate. So oh, that's right. <laughs> so you suck. Uh, Flindell, can you remember uh, yours? Oh, I, I tipped something to run a, a good, a, a big race at big odds. It uh, it didn't. I can't even remember its name now, so you can mark me down as a no. Mm-hmm. A bit grim last week. Uh, and, uh, well, look, are you going to – you like doing that with your crows. You like nominating a roughie that can run a bit of a race. Since you're making a case for this Ang Pao, is this going to be the crow this week? You you got it. Yes, okay. You got so it. To run a hole? Yes, I think $4.50 is available uh, for the place. So if we could find something we're confident about to win at four fifty, we'd be very excited. This has only got to run top three. Like it. So Darren Flindell's crow this week, Ang Pao to run a hole. Brad Davidson, what have you come up with this week? I do remember last week it was Kabbalah to win, so that was my one last week. Um, look, uh, I was hoping, I'm really struggling this week. I was a bit disappointed they didn't leave the uh, Ramwick track in the soft five range this morning so I could go be upgraded to a good four and get the dollar oh one pop home. But uh, So I can't do that, uh, unfortunately. So I'll have to go. I'm just going to say that Switzerland's going to drift in the in the first race. I think he's getting awfully short now, two dollars forty. So I've got him on top. I'm not going to pot him so much. Just say that I, I think he'll get a, a bit of a better price late than two dollars forty. Luke, did you recap what your crow was last week? Yeah, I, I deliberately left it off. I'm still trying to work <laughs> it out, Darren. Um, I can't remember. I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. Um, wasn't your early wasn't your early crow that you'd pick Tommy Berry up and drive him to Queen Bean to ride the great Super Vogue on Tuesday? Oh, that, ah, yeah, I want to mention that. Yeah, what about that? Um, I yeah, well, my... What about the fact that you had this? Uh, it, it, I, I smell a rat here. You had the vision <laughs> of rocking up to Tommy's house, right? So mm. it's all very much scripted. Then you jumped in Tommy's car. Then we didn't see any more vision. So I'm putting it to you that you put that vision up, then got out of the car, didn't even turn the engine on, went straight back to your car and headed home. Well, ex- yes or no? Well, excuse me. Are you saying <laughs> that I'm... Are you questioning my integrity, Hills? I am. Well, I... I'm not Are you a man of your word? Let's well, ask the jurors for their opinion. Guilty. <laughs> well, you don't think I went, Darren? No, I don't. Well, get Barry on the phone. We'll ask him. Get him on the phone. You just get him on the phone I'm... because we, we asked for photo evidence from Queenbeard. No, we got nothing. So... Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm sure if you point. were there, you would have definitely shown some type of photographic evidence to Absolutely. prove that you were there. Can we add Absolutely. Some, can we add some context for our listeners who are wondering... Uh, what we're talking about. Uh, on Tuesday, I noticed T. Berry down for a ride at Queanbeyan. I'm like, what's doing here? So I, I posed the question on Twitter. Gee, must be in, inflation must be having an impact. Berry's going to Queanbeyan for one ride. So that got a bit of a reaction on Twitter. And he said, are you going to drive me? And uh, I suggested that if my reply got 500 likes, I'd take him down. Well, it quickly passed the 500 mark. <laughs> So over I went, um, got in the car, down we went to Queanbeyan. I recorded what I thought was 
sufficient evidence and now my integrity is being questioned from all angles by my so-called teammates here on Behind the Gates. This is very upsetting. This is very, very upsetting. But you still haven't answered the question. Prosecutor Hurley's made a pretty good case. You were not there. I'm hurt, boys. Launch a proper defence. You're in an inquiry. I want you to uh, speak the truth. Were you or were you not at Queanbeyan Racecourse on Tuesday? Well, the inquiry's been adjourned, hasn't it, uh, until a later <laughs> date? That's not how they do it. With uh, if the jockey does a does something wrong out there, they adjourn the inquiry to a later date, gentlemen. So we'll we'll have that in, uh, in due course. Don't worry. But I've been reminded what my crow was last week. Morning, mm. boys. Uh, Marlow had time to boogie in suit of armour at Kembla as a moral. Uh, I think that I think you're right, the factor. And uh, a suit of armour got home, but uh, time to boogie. He uh, he sunk, didn't he, guys? Yeah, they're both dollar thirty-five pops. Well, three thirty suit of armour for early shoppers, Darren. Well, um, <laughs> boy, Alicia uh, earned a fee there getting suit of armour home. My goodness, wasn't that a tough watch down the straight? Didn't she have to get into him? Um, mm. Tell you what, uh, it's a, it was a strong ride on a horse that I think is going to be a, a real staying prospect in time, guys. What yeah. I was also thinking with all this Queen Bianne talk, I thought that certainly opens the door now when Alicia's probably going to say to you, oh, do you mind driving me down to Maruya today? You did it for Tommy at Queanbeyan, so can you give me a lift today? Well, here's breaking news. Uh, that was the Tuesday <laughs> I went to Queanbeyan. Sunday I drove her to Scone in that hot weather. So, I, mate, I'm, I'm here to help. Um, it's a little side business I'm thinking of starting up. Uh, Marlowe's jockey chauffeuring. Uh, I'm going to have to charge going forward, guys, but I'm happy to run that as a little side show, Dave. Eh? Did you actually drive, uh, Alicia, or did you just get in the car, take the photo and uh, drive? <laughs> <laughs> I drove, don't worry. I'm, I'm here to help every now and then. Um, well, my crow this week is that I'll be on the high blue seas. I think race nine, high blue sea, to make it four straight, and his second win for the preparation. I think he'll get the job done. Uh, that's my crow on this week's edition of Marlow Under Fire. Uh, Darren, you've given yours. Davo, yes. did you give yours? I've forgotten under all this pressure. Yes, I did. I did. All right, Hurls, where you go? Yeah, I'm giving you two, actually, today, so I'm going to be a bit greedy. In the first at Mooney Valley, and this is the best-backed runner in the country today, Acid Wash. In the first at Mooney Valley, race one, number one. And, uh, yep, play 30% the win, 70% the place on Almania. Uh, it's currently $15 and three twenty. Outstanding, boys. I love it. Um, one last text to read here, Darren, for yourself. Hi, boys. Can you ask Darren when his greyhound is racing again? <laughs> ha, it ran yesterday. <laughs> uh, finished on place. Uh, the old burner phone was back in play yesterday. Oh, boy. The chronicles <laughs> continue. Gentlemen, I thank you. Another behind the gates in the books. You got best bets for us today, uh, Brad and Darren. Darren, you first. Yeah, I went with Switzerland as the best bet, not being overly brave there. But, I mean, the problem is... Well, Davo avoid... thinks you are. Davo thinks you're being very brave. Well, what I do, I, I avoid the midway. I admit the highway. So now we're down to eight races. Glory days is way too short in the fourth. Race five is a minefield. Race six is a bit of a minefield. Race seven, there's numerous, numerous chances. Race eight, uh, the one I, I really like, $26. Race nine, high blue sea would have been my other choice. 
uh, because of the last. I think Jun Quira could win if she jumps, either or, or, or Tashi. I just couldn't find anything that I thought yeah. was a good thing today. So I've come back to Switzerland, which is unlike me to, to tip an outright favourite. But on today's card, I, I had no choice. Mate, that's a, a good summation. Um, but you've come up with something, which is the main thing. Brad Davidson. Looking... Yes, go, Darren. I was saying, and we'll be looking forward, Paul Ambrosoli will be on standby with his Debortley Challenge. He he threw me a little bit last week with his uh, A Girl's Best Friend. I was on the... I thought he was referring to Diamond Dealer. I knew it was something to do with diamonds, but... Uh, and, gee, she almost won to A Girl's Best Friend last week. Well, come on, ring up in, in five minutes. Be a part of it this week, Flindell. Yeah. <laughs> Have a go. I'm hopeless at it. Oh, dear. Brad Davidson, what's your best today, mate? I'll go with High Blue C and uh, just backing Tashi in either or in the last race. For multi-players, the uh, square cut at Alex, Alice Springs looks the best anywhere around Australia today. It's around $1.50, wow. but I think our market is about $1.55. So uh, $1.40, keen to, keen to well, we took the early odds in, but I think he's your multi-banker for today. Square cut at Alice Springs. And... Um, Luke, can we get a date on when the Aquarius went in Jersey? Thanks. I just think you're brushing mm. this aside very quickly today. No, I went. Uh, yes, I went. There you go. Oh, I, okay. There you go. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, oh, no. That's a lie. All right. well, we will look up further evidence. That's a lie. I don't understand how you think it's so far-fetched that I drive one of my best mates to the races. I just No, thought, but the fact of the oh. matter is you didn't do it. Well, you did well. not do it, and you still <laughs> have not answered. Okay. When you now see Luke, Barry, when I'm you see him, fine for you, mate. But this is just an absolute lie. <laughs> it's not. When you see it's Tommy, what's so, a- can you repeat this? I was at the track <laughs> at Queenbeyan on Tuesday. I think you're taking this too far. Oh. Who cares what I was doing? Does oh, anyone wow. out there really give a stuff? No, really, this is be- this is becoming an integrity <laughs> issue now. This is, it is. yes. It very, is. I, this is becoming a HR issue. I'm being bullied mm. here on mm. the air for everyone to hear. <laughs> Being bullied. I will, I will remind you, uh, Mr. Marlowe, that uh, the panel of Hurley, Flindell, and Davidson will now uh, gather further evidence before making our final determination on the matter. Yeah, I just didn't. Yes. I didn't think we'll he'd turn on me all, so quickly. We'll be interviewing all participants that attended the Queen Bear meeting on Tuesday, so uh, it might take a week for us to get back to you on that matter. <laughs> Love it, Darren. Let's Darren. do it over a few beers, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me, boys. Flindell, you've got a future there. Uh, see you guys next week. You lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> See you, <laughs> fellas.